What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Hey, What You Watching, the weekly podcast where Marcelo Pico and I discuss the films we've been watching. This is episode 43, Podcast from the Crypt, and I'm your host, Matt Curione, and with me as usual is... Hey, it's your other co-host, Marcelo Pico. Matt, boo! What do you mean, boo? It's Halloween! Oh, I'm scared now! <laughs> oh, no! Hope you're getting all your candies and your apples with possible razor blades in them. Yes. I hope you're having a classic uh, urban legend Halloween, because that crazy old lady down the street, she's going to give you a really bad apple. <clears throat> Matt, since it's Halloween, yes, this we're recording this a few days before Halloween, but the when some of you listen to it, it is Halloween. It Th- is. 2016, maybe you listen to this on Halloween 2017. It should be required oh. listening every Halloween from here until the end of time. Yes, it's the Halloween special. The Halloween special. We're going to be discussing Halloween later on, and also a lot of a lot other more... You know, a lot of other spooky movies is what I'm trying to say. So, hey. So much horror this week. Matt, uh, let me ask you this. Um, yes? Growing up, uh, what was your favorite uh, costume uh, going out Halloween? Uh, I was the Wolfman a few years, uh, like, in a row. That was fun. Uh, Freddy Krueger was a good one. Jason was fun. Um, I was the Joker back in 89. So that was cool. Like the the movie had just come out, so you know, all the little kids dressed up as Jack Nicholson, it was, you know, minus the cocaine habit. It was fun. That's awesome. Um, I just realized I don't have a good answer for this because I've never had like a great Halloween experience. <laughs> and I actually had this amazing uh, mummy costume when I was like ten years old. It was the coolest fucking thing. That's great. Uh, I'm I'm happy for you. I just enjoy the candy. That's that's, that's yeah. All the, I got. The, the worst Halloween costume I ever had was Michael Myers. Why was that the worst? Uh, because the year I dressed up like that, uh, me and my friends got robbed by a bunch of older kids, what? and they took all our candy. Was this when you were like 25? <laughs> no, I was 11. 11, okay. 11 or tw- I was like, I was like 11 or 12, and yeah, some like older jerks robbed us and took all our candy. Damn They're jerks. all dead now. Yes, because you killed them on, on the next Halloween. Uh, oh, you- no, they, they, they all died in, the re- in recent years. <laughs> of like you know terrible causes let's get into that why not um so <laughs> let's not there's a t- uh let's just say there's a terrible epidemic in this town and uh oh. yeah they're dead okay we'll cover that on the next episode <laughs> on a future episode of hey what you're watching so uh all that aside hey uh i hope you guys are enjoying your halloween so far and i hope, I hope you're blasting this as little children come up to your uh house yes and they hear about you know people die sometimes. What? <laughs> What's scary? Sometimes at the hand of Matt. Hey, that's our guest. <gasps> Hold <We're> on. Haunted <laughs> or ghost? Yeah, either one. That was a ghost. Before we introduce her, why don't we get into your segment, Matt's, real quick? Matt's Riddle Corner. Matt's Riddle Corner, where I give cryptic clues that are somewhat spooky themed this week about what movies we're watching. Uh, let's see. This week we're going to talk about a haunted board game. And then we're going to talk about a haunted doll. And then we're going to talk about a haunted boy. And, and, and then we're going to talk about... <laughs> then we're going to talk about some haunted jello. And then we're going to talk about... Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about a boy and his mother. And then we're going to talk about some ghouls in the middle of Pennsylvania. And then we're going we're gonna to go hang out in a crypt. And then we're going to go hang out in the woods of Maryland. 
and then real quick, I'm going to talk about two uh, really garbage movies that I saw. And then we're going to hear some tales from a dark side. Well, that, that just gave the title away. And then we're going to talk about the unluckiest day in New Jersey ever. And then we're going to talk about the Warrens. And then we're going to talk about some insects. And then we're going to talk about today. Today being Halloween. Halloween. Ooh, okay. Ooh, spooky. Spooky. I should I should put in like uh, Halloween noises throughout this whole thing. Um, oh, you should get one of those sound effects tapes. Yeah, those yeah. are so much fun. Like we hear like a door slam and then like yeah. a, like like a witch cackling. Yeah. <sighs> Guess missed out on that one. <laughs> hey, it's our guest again. Or a ghost. Is it a guest or a ghost, Matt? That's that should be another segment we should do on the show. Guest or ghost? <laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> Who's our guest this week? This week we have Taryn Beach. How you doing, Taryn? Hello. A girl has no username. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Game of Thorns reference? <laughs> yes, yes. And okay. also I was I was uh, registering for a website today and I had the <clears throat> insufferable task of coming up with a clever username and then I was I was I was lost. Oh. And then I, and then later on I realized, oh my god, I could have just done a girl has no username. I can't wait to get into this with with you Taryn. Uh I I mean any friend of Matt is a friend of mine and I can't wait. To, oh, thank you. Yeah, to to get in this movie talk with you. But before we get into movie talk, I mean Matt. Yes. I think it's time to get to know our guest in your segment getting to know you. Welcome back to Get to Know You, the little segment that I like to do where we try to find out if our guest is a real person and not just some robot sent from the future to destroy us all. Are you ready to be Get to Known? I, I think so. All right. I actually might disappoint you guys by saying that I am. You guys might find out that I really am like a robot sent from the future to kill all of you, but that, you know. That would be a first and an exclusive on the show. <laughs> that would be, be a first and probably last. Yeah. Pussy blade. Right? <laughs> we were joking earlier that we might not get to 50 but you know this if this is the final episode wh- what, a way the final episode. what a way to end it what a way to end it the yeah, robot the actually came and destroyed us <laughs> oh no we've, we've, figuratively we've had... and literally like she killed both the host and the rest of the world so like both figuratively and literally worst guest ever <laughs> Taryn yes uh, what is the first movie you remember seeing in the theater in the theater? Oh, Jesus. Yes. Shit. Um, I, I saw that movie. Shit. That's a good movie. Yeah. So a lot of movies actually go by the alias of that name. Um, oh, my God. I could tell you, like, oh, man. I honestly can't think of, like, the lot, like the first movie that I saw in the theater. Uh, I'm, okay, so, like, if I, if I go, like, way back, I think maybe Oliver and Company might have been, like, the that's, like, one of the first movies I can, like, remember going to the movie theaters to see i think i love that movie what is that movie that's a disney movie about the little girl and her dog oh no no that's a different movie a uh, cat and a dog right cat and a dog yes that's that's yes. oliver and company i was thinking all dogs go to heaven right that's that's the other one yes that was that's... the non-disney version right yes yeah. something like okay. that that's correct you were okay. you're on the right path yes yeah because I remember uh, I answered this a few weeks ago. My first was The Fox and the Hound. Oh, okay. Good movie. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. Yeah. See, uh, like, I remember what... Oh, go ahead. Okay. No, go on. I was just going to say, like, I remember as a kid, like, growing up, like, watching the shit out of, like, Top Gun and Star Wars. Like, 
Okay. On VHS, but like nice. I think I think well, I mean, as far as I can I can remember, like Oliver and Company might have been like one of the first movies that I at least cognitively like have memories of. Uh, as Marcelo so. knows, as Marcelo knows, I saw Top Gun for the first time over the summer. This past summer, yeah. Oh wow! This, this past, past summer, summer, yeah, yeah. What did you think? Yeah. Uh, if someone had told me that it was Star Wars on Earth, I would have seen it in, when I was a very small child. Because <laughs> it's awesome. It is it, awesome. It is Star Wars on Earth, and yes. Tom Cruise is Luke. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I know Marcelo loves that movie. Uh, I I really do, but I love Rolling Thunder better. Was that the name of the that, movie? Days of Thunder. Sorry. Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. I was like, Rolling, Rolling Thunder? Rolling, Rolling Thunder. Thunder was a roller coaster no, uh, for, at Six Flags. Isn't Rolling Thunder that one with a guy who comes back from the war and his wife gets killed and raped and then he comes back and Tommy wow. Jones is like his friend. He's got a He's hook like, for her hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They... Yeah, yeah it is, I, I looked it up. Hey, it came out in 1977, same year as Star Wars. But yeah, Rolling Thunder is a good oh, wow. movie too. Anyway, huh. that's a nice tangent. Marcelo, do you have a question? Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, Taryn, what is, since it's Halloween, how about this? Um, I'll just reuse the question I used a few weeks ago. Um, what is your favorite horror movie franchise? Ooh, okay. See, I don't know if I would. Okay, so my, I have a favorite like horror movie, but it's like the franchise itself isn't necessarily like horror, horror, if you will, mm-hmm. because all the movies were afterwards like sort of different. So like I would say like Alien, I think is probably my favorite horror movie. Well, but chosen. like Alien, thank you. <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. Uh, <laughs> but Aliens isn't a horror movie. That's like an action movie. Yeah. So like over the franchise right that's not really like a horror genre like it's well i i I shouldn't say horror genre because the genre is the genre it's just not really like a horror franchise like alien 3 i think went back more towards like closer to horror and then alien resurrection just shit the bed (laughs) that's definitely a movie (laughs) so so i mean yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. Okay, so I will say this. I like the Conjuring movies in terms of, like, modern contemporary mm-hmm. horror movies like those. And I also like uh, the Insidious movies. Also, probably not popular opinion, but they really creep me out, is the um, the Paranormal Activity movies. Especially 2 and 3. Those those two are, like, super creepy to me. I, I don't think I've seen this third one. Is that the prequel? No, no. Okay, so is that the one with the two little girls? Yes, that's the one that's like back in the eighties and everything. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. When they're young, yeah. That's 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 three. I think that's the one that I haven't seen. Yeah, number three is a prequel, and actually two and three are both prequels because three is when they're like really little, and then Mm. two is before the events of one. Okay, all right. Yeah, I got to revisit that series. It's. like two, two when when the mom gets dragged down the stairs into the basement, and two like that part was creepy as fuck. And then um, when they do Bloody Mary in the uh, in the bathroom in three, I about shit myself because I was like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it was it was oh god that that 
three to me was the creepiest of, of all of them, but two I thought was really creepy as well. Even four, actually four is really creepy too. Was four the one where they had the uh, the connect? Yes. That was yeah, cool. that was awesome. I love that that, yes. uh, that trick they did. Yeah, and then um, that scene when the mom dies, like the the mom of the the new family, like when she okay. like is backing up in the room, and then she like it's like she runs into a wall, but there's nothing there, and then it's like the demon snorts, and then her hair like moves. Like I was just like, oh my god! And then later on, you just see her like fall from the ceiling and just splat onto the ground. I was just like, oh my god. Yeah, I gotta watch these movies again. Uh, Marcel, you've seen these? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan. Um, oh, I like, I really like they're one. fun. Yeah, you you always say that, and we never agree on that. Um, I I love the first one. The second one was a good haunted house movie. Then the third one I really didn't like, and I stopped from I stopped oh, watching man. it. So. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, the third one was probably like uh, I don't know. I, to me, that was I think maybe my favorite one because it was so 80s and like some of the the ways that they got around, um, you know, shooting it uh, mm-hmm. was really I think I thought clever in terms of like obviously like you know you you don't have like a tiny little handy cam and you don't have uh, you know ways to mount something because technology was was gigantic back in the day. Yeah. So what does he do? He puts he puts like this big, you know, camera on like he he modifies, he jerry rigs like a an a fan that can oscillate into like a thing that can pan the camera back and forth, you know? Oh, okay. So I thought yeah. that was clever, like a way of getting around, you know, the limitations of the the period piece that they were making. Of the tech, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah I have to watch this one. There was a I'm trying to look this up. There's a found fo- oh, The Last Exorcism. I think that was the one. Um, the Last Exorcism came out uh, a few months, I think, before Paranormal Activity three. And okay. Last Exorcism, I love. If, if that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, I love um, that movie. And yeah, that's the, with like that's with like the con artist priest. Yes, and it turns that's out the one. he's like he's like, well, I guess I got to be a real priest now. I love that movie so much. And then I, and watched, I did not. I didn't see the second one. I, I, me neither, because I, I I couldn't even be bothered because I heard it was not as great. I mean, what what can be as great as that? And then I saw Paranormal Activity three, and the endings were similar, and I was like, ah, oh, this is. I mean, I've seen this done a lot better. So, yeah. Um, Interesting. Oh, I've never seen that other movie, so maybe that I, maybe yeah. that has something to do with that. Did you totally see Last Exorcism, um, but yeah, uh, oh, it's good. But hey, one one controversial one I like that I one franchise I like that I haven't brought up on this show. Uh, is the Saw franchise, although I haven't seen all of them. Like I was in love with the Saw franchise through like four, and I stopped at five. Okay, like the first three. Yeah, that's that's were like amazing to me. And this is back when they were first released. I went to the marathon mm-hmm. when they showed the first five in a row. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. so that's how much I was obsessed with them. And I think the ending of five turned me off, and then I didn't bother seeing like the last two. I, th- I think there were seven in all. But yeah. Uh, but, I, uh, I love that series. You do okay. <laughs> I oh, love wow. how like I love how far up its own ass it gets with like its story. <laughs> like, they, there's a I, it's 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 so bonkers. Like where one of the sequels is just like an indictment of like the health insurance industry. Like like it's like ninety minutes of health insurance companies are evil. Jigsaw is gonna make you pay. Like I love yeah, it. I, I love I it so much. Yeah. 
But yeah, I think I, that's the fifth one, maybe. Maybe that's the fifth one. But I think the ending of five was like, okay, really? Okay, that's enough for me. Is that the one where the guy from Gilmore Girls gets caught in a box? Yeah, that's the one. And he Luke, screams, Luke, no. Luke I'll... gets in the box. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get you. And then like, there's a new jigsaw. And like, I'm like, okay. this. Oh, the yeah, the new jigsaw with like no emotion whatsoever. <laughs> and like, he can never compare to Tobin Bell. Gotcha, yeah. that guy. And I think I saw the sixth one fairly recently. And I, I cannot remember anything about it. That, and... Is that the... Is that the last one? I think there's one after that. There's seven, I think, in total. Okay. I think. Oh, yeah. Seven is when the guy from Linkin Park dies. <laughs> well, why haven't I, I seen I, this? I, partic- I particularly enjoyed that one. <laughs> they super glue him to a, uh, to a car seat, and he has to, like, rip himself off of the upholstery. It's amazing. That sounds good to me. Which one? Chester or... Um, Chester. Like, it's Chester. It, yeah, it's Chester? Okay. Yeah, they super glue Chester to a car. It's amazing. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I need to see this. Yeah, um, literally yeah, crawling cool. in his skin. To... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have one more question. Uh, Taryn, I know you play uh, a lot of video games. Yes. Uh, what is your favorite scary game? Oh man. Okay. Uh, so I I I, t- I did put some thought into this because I, I had a feeling you were going to ask me this. Uh, I would say Desp- favorite Dead Space one and two. Nostalgia, okay. uh, Resident Evil, the first, the original one, because that, oh, ninety five, yeah, because that that started okay. survival horror. But like, I, I I like Dead Space one and two equally. They're they're both mm-hmm. kind of different. Um, but I, I think like, I think maybe overall, like Dead Space one is better. But there are some moments in Dead Space two that are just absolutely just sheer sheer terrifying. In the chapel, uh, that and also when you oh. go back to the Ishimura, mm-hmm. like Ugh. oh yeah, I, I I remember like going back. You go back to the Ishimura, and then everything is covered. Like there's like that that blue plastic tape shit all over the place. Yeah, because it weird. looks like they just cleaned up a bunch of homicides. And yeah. then like you walk through there the entire time, just waiting for shit to happen, and and things don't happen, and you're just like, and it just keeps building and building and building until like you you leave and then it all starts to pop off and you're like oh my god then this giant thing's fucking chasing you and you're just like oh my god yeah so that's yeah yeah as as for me uh it probably is dead space one that's a game that took me about a year to finish because i would only watch it late at night i would only play it late at night and it would always just you know basically just scare the hell out of me um uh, and every year on Halloween, I do play through the original Resident Evil. That's uh, my tradition. It's, you, it's the master a lot of... of unlocking. Yes, yes, you know. <laughs> Jill Sandwich. <laughs> um, thank you, thank you. But uh, speaking of Dead Space, I really hope that movie happens one day. Uh, the, one that John Car- the one that John Carpenter wants to make. Mm, that could be cool. Uh, he's been talking about it for years, because uh, if you follow him on Twitter, uh, when he's not doing anything, he's playing video games, and... Mm-hmm. He desperately wants to make a Dead Space movie, uh, and I say they should just let him do it. Just I think that'd be pretty rad. That'd be Who would amazing. play Isaac? Who would you cast as Isaac? Damn. Right. Well, he doesn't really talk in the first one. But you can't you can't do silent protagonist in a movie. That doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, true. No one's gonna give uh, a shit about Isaac if he doesn't say anything. Huh. I don't know. Uh well if you want somebody who doesn't say anything throughout the entire movie just cast Tom Hardy. <laughs> well played. Yeah. 
Uh, do you have an answer for this question, Marcel? I know you mm. haven't played games in a while. I'm not a gamer. I stopped playing them last year, and but I I played Dead Space. I and I yeah I was freaked out by that and it's 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 spoopies. <laughs> yeah, back in the day I was a big Resident Evil fan, so yeah, uh, I say those two. But no, I haven't played anything recently, so yeah. Uh, that John Carpenter Dead Space movie would be interesting, and yeah, I think it's a funny fact that uh, on his off time he plays video games. Uh, He's obsessed. Keep him busy. <laughs> well, I feel we got to know you. We did. We got to know well, our guest. Go team. Yeah, no robots yeah. today. Yes, and like a video game, you've passed into the next level. Uh, now we're into the... <laughs> I don't know video game <laughs> references. Um, what's? It's not the boss level, because maybe I think that's the final level. That's like, that's like plugs. Um, yes. You're in the combat zone. <laughs> uh, you really don't play video games, No, huh? I don't. I don't. <laughs> okay. okay, we just got out of the tutorial. Okay. And okay, and now we're on the we're on the first level, which just so happens to be based on a haunted board game. Uh, what movie did we see this weekend, Marcelo? We saw Ouija. Um, beginning of evil. What's, what's origin of evil? Origin of evil. Uh, origin of evil. Now, let me start by saying, uh, I uh, for certain movies that I'm not like excited to see. If certain people online say, "Hey, go see this movie," then I'll see it. I think unless of, it's me, I think. Of, <laughs> uh, I think we've talked about this rule before, like with me and Warcraft a few uh, months ago. Now, I, uh-huh. on Twitter, like there were three people who said, "Go see Warcraft," and I go, "Okay, I'll go see Warcraft," and that turned out okay. But on on Twitter recently, people were saying, "Hey, this 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 Ouija movie is actually pretty good." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, really? Okay." So, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I was like, "That, <laughs> that was that was my reaction." A, a, like, wait, no. The second part of this movie that I had not, the first part I had not seen, and I heard is pretty terrible. And now it's a a, a prequel. And is it PG thirteen, Matt? Is it? I think is. Um, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. So a PG thirteen prequel to a movie that was terrible, based on a based on a board game. I was like, I'm not going to see that. But then there are people like, hey. Go see it, and I think the one tipping point was a tweet I saw that said, "Hey, this movie is so retro that they added in cigarette burns and real changes in it." Yes, they did. And I go, "Are you kidding me?" I'm, I'm there. So yeah, Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday matinee I, I, show. I was there. See, I didn't even know about that. I just noticed it when it was happening. I'm like, "Wait, what? Yeah, what? What is this? It is uh, perfect." This movie is retro in all the best ways. I mean, from those little cigarette burns, even to like the way they show the, it opens up with the old school Universal logo from the seventies. Oh yeah, uh, I'm a sucker for any movie that opens up with an old logo, um, and the, even uh, even the way they show like the title of the movie, how it's just like one of those old overlays on the screen. I'm like, ah. You got me. You, this this movie's style is right up my alley. Uh, it takes place in the 60s. It's uh, um, From what I remember from the first Ouija movie, I don't remember much. I just remember hating it. Uh, there was They lived in like a house that had demons in it because of the Ouija board, maybe. Right? I don't know. Pussy play? Taryn, you've seen the first one, right? Yes, and yeah. Like The, the more that you talk about it, the more I remember like, yeah, it actually was like I hadn't really thought about it. Like I watched it, and I was like, "That was a movie," 
Yeah. And, you know, like, I mean, it was entertaining enough to where, like, I didn't want to, like, I've seen worse movies than that movie, mm. which is, I guess, sad to say. But, I mean, it was just sort of like, I don't know, it just left me feeling kind of meh after it was done. Like, I didn't really think about it. But, like, as I hear you talk about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that actually was kind of terrible. Because then I started thinking about, like, how it, re- like, how it ended and everything and just how it was really just, I don't know. It wasn't very good, but, um, yeah, so, what, there's the daughter, the mom, the mother and the daughter did, like, seances. Yes. In the house, I think. Mm-hmm. And the corpse of said daughter, uh, that was used as a, like, conduit for said seances, uh, was in, like, the basement or something yes. like that? With her, with her mouth sewn shut, I think? Yes, that right? was the the first movie. Yeah. Yes. And then yeah. the, you know that little little girl like murdered everything. Yes. Yeah. And then this you find one, out, like, oh no, it's worse. This one is actually the story of that family that used to do those seances, and you know it was all a scam until they got the Ouija board. Uh, Marcelo, what do you what do you think of this one? I I really liked it. Um, I mean, I, I think it's a good thing I hadn't seen the original because from the yeah, sound yeah, of it, I, I mean. Uh, but, uh, I was avoiding this. <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently it ties in a lot to that first movie, this prequel, this new movie, from you guys talking about it. Because I'm not going to spoil things, but yeah, it this this family in the it's the 60s, right? Um, yeah, yeah, because it's uh, I mean the, the the whole moon landing is kind of like a backdrop uh, thing going on. Uh, but yeah, but this family. Uh, they're kind of, they're kind of conning people, but it's kind of like a good con. They're they're yeah. they're saying, hey, you can talk to your your family who's passed, and you know, but it's all fake. But they're just you know comforting people, and then yeah, they're just making people feel better. And then you know, uh, this family, the the father and the family has passed away now. It's like the the mother and like two daughters, and, and come to find out, one of the daughters is actually like a real conduit, and she gets yes. a, she, she gets a Ouija board, and bad things happen. And yeah. it's, it's they break the rules. They break the rules. Um, they never say goodbye. Break the rules. <laughs> but it's it's well directed. It's there's some nice scares. Um, yeah, I, the the story is really good. I was really involved with I, all these characters. I love all the actors yeah. in it too. I love the cast. I I I thought I had recognized uh, the mother in this, and honestly, I guess she was the mom in the Twilight movies, and that's yeah. where I somewhat remembered her from. That's like her biggest uh, she's, thing. She's a lot better in this than she was in those. Uh, Annalise Basso, the uh, the older sister, is awesome in this. Uh, she was also awesome in Flanagan's other film, Oculus, uh, from a few years ago. Uh, Dylan Thomas, I mean Henry, Henry Thomas, awesome. Uh, Henry Thomas rules in this movie. He plays the priest, and it's really weird that he hasn't exactly aged from his uh, ET days. So that's fun. <laughs> Also, Doug Jones playing the uh, the the demon that was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I had no idea until later that he played the demon. That was pretty. Oh awesome. yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so I I had a good time. I was really this is like maybe the most surprising movie. Uh, the, I, I I really I was like I saw the trailer. I was like, this looks terrible. Another PG thirteen like horror movie, whatever. But yeah, I was legitimately surprised how much I enjoyed this. So yeah, my reaction to the trailers was. Yeah, I remember that first one. You're not tricking me. <laughs> you're not. You're not going to trick me into going to pay money to go see this. And then guess what? They tricked me into paying money to go see this. So yeah, good job, Mike Flanagan. Who? Uh, he. I mean, I love Oculus. 
Um, that, that's wait, that's the one with the mirror, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, yes I love Correct. it. Correct. I mean, this is. This, I haven't seen. I haven't seen Hush Flanag- yet. Hush is great. This is Flanagan's third movie this year. Yeah, he's. he's that is he's crazy. He is. He he did that other one with uh, Jacob Tremblay that came out. Uh, uh, actually, no, it got delayed till next year. Sorry. Ooh. Uh, he's like the haunted child or whatever. Wait, and this is a is this a Bloomhouse production? A Bloomhouse? Yes, it is. Oh, they're they're coming out with there great is. stuff. Yep, and uh, they're also helping with. Uh, I believe they're helping with his next movie, which is uh, a Stephen King adaptation. Oh yeah, so that'll yeah. be cool. That's the one you were telling me on Twitter. Uh, yeah, Gerald's Game. What's what's that synopsis? Okay, uh, it's going to be... What are their names? Uh, it's uh, Bruce Greenwood Yeah. and Carla... Gugino. Gugino, the name I can't really pronounce. Okay, um, they're a married couple, and they decide we're going to spice up our marriage in this uh, remote lake cabin. Uh, too bad... Uh, and then uh, you know she gets handcuffed to the bed, you know, because they're about to do some things, and Can't the husband can. and the husband has a heart attack. So she's chained to the bed with a dead husband in the room. <laughs> so that's cool. Oh, it's gonna be something. And then like crazy shit happens apparently. Yeah, it's gonna be nuts. Yeah, it's gonna be nuts. So, yeah, I I I I think officially for me, because I mean I I Oculus was like really great. I haven't seen Hush yet. And now this, I mean, honestly, Mike Flanagan has really jumped on my radar, like, officially. He's, yeah, he's great. He's uh, he's doing awesome things. And to have three movies in one year, that's wild. Yeah. And again, Blumhouse, they're doing great stuff. They, they're, they, do uh, the, they do the Lord's work. They're, they're working with uh, Matt Shyamalan now. And everything I hear about his new movie, Split, is... Oh, I saw the trailer for Blumhouse. that before Oculus. Same here. And, it looks wild. Yeah, word from Fantastic Fest is that it's insane, it completely insane. Good, uh, good, in a good way. I'm I'm happy to have Shyamalan back, and luckily he has like a, a production house like like Blumhouse helping him. Like these low budget horror movies, they're working. This is a good idea. Yeah, they're doing good things. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so yeah, so surprising recommendation. If you would have told me this like a month ago, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. But hey. Go see that new Oculus. I mean, sorry. Go see that new uh, Ouija movie. Not Oculus. Yeah, I mean, if you like, if you had told me that as soon as I saw the last uh, Ouija movie, that oh yeah, you know they're gonna make a, a good one one day, I'd be like, you know what? Shut your mouth. <laughs> you, you, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so there you go. That was Ouija. Origin of Evil. That's the name of it. Origin of Evil. Origin of Evil. Speaking of evil. Evil. And thing and. We're gonna- Things that are haunted. Yes, we're going to talk about Charles Lee Ray, better known as Chucky. I watched the entire Child's Play series over the weekend, and uh, help, help me. You're a madman. <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, okay, uh, last week I had picked up the new uh, Scream Factory release of Child's Play from um, uh, 1988, and. Yeah, this movie is good. It's quite good. It's uh, scared the hell out of me when I was a kid, and uh, the scares pretty much hold up for the most part. Uh, this movie takes itself seriously. Uh, the voodoo element is uh, already fully uh, involved here. They uh, they pretty much explain everything. Uh, Alex Vincent gives a really good child performance. Uh, he's pretty good here. Uh, the woman who plays the mother is great. 
the kills here are fun, uh, especially that uh, babysitter flying out the window. That's super cool. And uh, overall, yeah, I just really like uh, I like the first Child's Play quite a bit. Uh, it's one of the cooler uh, cons. It's a great little high concept uh, slasher film uh, from the era of high concept slasher films. Um, uh, have either of you seen the first one? Yeah, Taryn, have you seen this first one? I've never seen the first one. I've seen, okay, so I've seen Bride of Chucky, seen Child's Play 2. I don't know. I've always had, like, this, like, this sort of, like, discordant, like, thoughts on Chucky as a villain. So, like, part, mm. of, part of him, to me, is terrifying. Like, there are parts of Child's Play 2 that were just, like, absolutely just really, really scary. And then other parts of him were just, like, fuck Chucky. <laughs> like, it's just, like... He's a he's like he's not even three feet fucking tall. You should be able to just kick him in his fucking stupid head. That's why. And saying. like you know like yeah like like climb up onto a chair and then like kick him in his face. Like what is he gonna do? Like bite your ankles? Fuck Chucky. <laughs> they Chucky's actually, a bitch. They, Thank you. They Karen. actually <laughs> they actually explain that in the first movie. I, I, I'm, it, I, Okay. Because since he transferred like his entire like being into this doll, uh, mm-hmm. he has the strength of a full grown man. Okay, <laughs> I'm not buying. So it. his so his, his <laughs> I'm just going by what the movie told me. I. <laughs> uh, so when I was really small, this movie terrified me. But then when I saw it as a teenager, um, me and my sister sat down and watched it. It was like on a it was on I don't know like afternoon Saturday. And we were laughing at it so much. It was maybe one of my favorite movie-watching experiences with my sister. The whole way through, just laughing at the insanity that was happening. It is camp to me. I can't take it seriously in the slightest. And 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 from the sequels I've seen, they've accepted it. Especially in, like, Bride of Chucky. I, I, I yeah, like, and later on it gets way worse. The I, camp does. I, I love that movie a lot, Bride of Chucky. I, I grew up on that one, too. But yeah, the first one I can't take it seriously. I'm sorry, Matt. It, it, it as much as they try, I can't not. I cannot take Chucky seriously as a villain. Not it's not happening. Not happening. See, I do. The but hey, whatever. That's me. Uh, the second one, anyway. Uh, it's kind of boring until they get to the toy factory at the end. Uh, right. There's some really inventive kills where like a security guard gets doll eyes implanted in his head, and uh, that's that a really that, that's fucking, a really yeah. Yeah, that's a fun visual, though, just to see this this large man with, like, doll eyes implanted in his face. That's a lot of fun. Um, the part, he, he's pretty vicious in this one, too, when he kills that teacher with the yardstick. That's kind of yeah. mean. Like, he's real mean in this movie. I'm like, wow, you, you're you a vicious little doll. And, and the third one is Full Metal Jacket, the horror movie, because he goes to a... Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. He yeah, goes to, like, he that, goes to, like, that, like ROTC school. camp or something. Yeah, he goes to the military school, and, you know, there's the annual, like, paintball run, and he replaces the paintballs with real bullets somehow, and uh, he <laughs> No killed... one noticed. Yeah, no one noticed that, <laughs> that there was actual, you know, full metal jacket in their, in their, in their rifles. Uh, this is also the one where he kills someone just by looking at him. Uh, like the the principal or whatever, the whoever runs this military school has a heart attack when he sees a doll running at him. <laughs> <laughs> and Chucky, like I think he says to him, he's like, "You got to be fucking kidding me! I I, I wanted to do something here." <laughs> so yeah, this one is that, and it ends in an amusement park for some reason. Uh, and then it was like another five years, and then Bride of Chucky happened. Um, this movie is so late nineties. 
that it's kind of painful at times. Uh, I remember Jennifer seeing, Tilly. Uh, yes, yes, she is a shining moment in this entire franchise. I love her so much. I've always loved Jennifer Tilly. Um, this movie also has Katherine Heigl before she was terrible in All Things Always. So that's a nice wow. thing to look look out for. Um, <laughs> Uh, the shining moment through these are, you know, it's Jennifer Tilly, it's Brad Dorif. Uh, this movie has a lot of late '90s humor, and uh, yeah, it's super funny when those jokes are, you know, when they're landing. But when they miss, oof, oof, oh, you better like batten down the hatches because this movie's gonna bomb hard when it tries to make you laugh. Sometimes, uh, I remember seeing this opening night uh, with me and my friend and. It was back when they had first instituted the the rule that uh, you need a parent or guardian with you for an R-rated movie. So we forced my mom to uh, sit in a movie theater with a bunch of rowdy teenagers uh, and watch this movie with us. And uh, she still has not forgiven me for that. Um, Marcelo, you said you love this one? Yeah, there's a kill with a truck that's always stayed with me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that, yes. that, that upset the hell out of me when I was a kid. He just exploded. Yeah. He, um, yep, yes, he does. Yes, he I was very certainly upset. does explode. <laughs> but I, I love Jennifer Tilly, and it's... Uh, she's great. Jennifer Tilly's always great. She's Yeah, she's amazing. Um, I love the Tillys. I know, you don't, I know you're not fond of Meg Tilly, Matt. He's fine. <laughs> I love Meg Tilly, but yeah, but Jennifer Tilly is great. And the is she in the next one? Is she in Seed of Chucky? She's in all the ones going forward. Yes. How, okay. How many more are there? Two more. Okay. okay. Keep going, Matt. Oh boy, Seed of Chucky, one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. <laughs> I hate Seed of Chucky <laughs> so much. Uh, Let's go on. It has two shining part shining moments. Uh, that is Jennifer Tilly, who's really going meta in this. Uh, she plays herself, and they are making a movie based on the Chucky murders, and she is playing a character in that. Oh I forget I what character he's playing. Wow. Uh, the other only good good part in this movie is John Waters, who plays a a uh, paparazzi called Pete Peters, oh God, because of course he does. And he gets a really gruesome death in where some sulfuric acid falls on his head and he melts. And then, you know, Chucky and his his son uh, take a nice little family photo in front of the corpse. Um, other than that, fuck seed of Chucky. This movie sucks. <laughs> yeah, I have vague memories of I watching hate it. As a kid. Yeah, so did I. So did I. I. I could swear I had seen this, but I did not remember anything about it. Yeah. And, There's a reason uh, for that. Yeah, that's a bad reason. That's a bad movie. It's like me and the Psycho sequels. But hey, we'll get to those. They, they made another one after that, didn't they? Yes, and shame on Universal for making this straight to video because it is—it's possibly the best in the series. It's definitely the best since the first one. Um, it's actually scary uh, on like a real deep level. Um, they made Chucky scary again, which you know, hey. That's a novel concept for this series to try to take. And I don't understand why they wouldn't put this in theaters. Probably because, you know, Seed of Chucky was, you know, god-awful. But hey, uh, I'm hoping that the next one gets a theatrical release. That would be really cool. Uh, Jennifer Tilly comes back for this one for, like, a five-minute cameo, which is super cool. Um, what's her name? Uh, the lead in this is um, 
Fiona Dorif, uh, hey, sometimes uh, nepotism works, and it works here. Uh, she plays uh, a woman who is paralyzed. She's in a wheelchair. Uh, so they add that uh, element to uh, this. Uh, basically, it takes place in one house. It's a haunted house movie, uh, and Chucky is back through some means, and it works. This movie's really, really good. I was pleasantly surprised when I first saw this. And, yeah, shame on Universal. Shame on them. What's what's this one called again? Curse of Chucky. Curse of Chucky. Okay. Yeah, I think it's still on Netflix. It should still be on Netflix. I hope so. Uh, but, yeah, this one is pretty, pretty damn good. Okay. I uh, really like it. They brought back they brought back practical effects. Uh, yeah, the 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 gore effects in this are awesome, and yeah, it's Curse of Chucky from 2013, and it's really good. And I can't wait for the next one. Interesting. Is is the next one definitely coming out? Uh, yeah, it's in uh, pre production right now. Okay. So yeah. Oh man, how many are there? Are there six? Six right now, yes. Six right now. Oh, man. And uh, it's crazy that this is the only franchise like from the 80s that hasn't been remade or rebooted yet. Uh, it's every, other major, every other major slasher is uh, has been rebooted or remade, but this one, is it keeps going. Even Halloween? Well, yeah, that, that had the, the Rob Zombies. Oh, that's right, the Rob Zombie. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, speaking of forgetting things, yeah, Rob Zombie made Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was uh, Matt. Thanks for going through that. Uh, you, you spent the yeah, whole, I had a fun weekend. Entire weekend going through those movies. I had a fun weekend, except for Seed of Chucky. <laughs> oh man. Okay. I so, hate its existence. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the play-by-play. Um, we're, we're doing a lot of series the, uh, this uh, this episode because I went through my own. Uh, binging of a series, and we'll talk about that later. Two series, I, no, actually, just one. I'll talk about one. But yeah, speaking of series, uh, yes, the Insidious series of movies. Yes, Taryn, you wanted to talk about these. Ah, yes. Um, okay, so so I think I feel like Insidious has or Insidious. The first one has one of my favorite scares uh, of any scary movie. Okay, uh, because so. Spoilers if you haven't seen the movie. Um, whatever, it's it's old now. So six years old, it's fine. Yeah, it's six years old, it's fine. It's uh, when okay, so the what's his uh, so th- there's the dad and the mom, right? And then the kid is haunted, and then they move into the new house, but then shit starts getting weird again. And then mm-hmm. um, the mom like comes over and she says like I had this really weird dream, right? Where like she went into she went down the hall and she went into the kid who's I can't remember their names for the life of me right now. So I apologize, fans of this movie. But um, you know, then she goes into his room or whatever, and then she sees like the the shadow, right? And then she like she's like she feels like it's like sinister, and it like points at the kid, and she has like this. It's like it's all like really creepy. And then she opens her eyes and she looks past and like right by like is is it her son's head or her daughter-in-law's head like the thing is there and he's just like Argh! and you're like oh my god because nope. it's in the daytime and you're like you that's like you know the rules uh the rules are established right like during the day you're safe at night you're yeah. you're not yeah and then like yeah, that's what? like it totally throws it out the window during the day and when the lights are on you're supposed to be safe from monsters yes 
Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> right. And so that's that's one of my favorite scares. Yeah, uh, the first Insidious movie impressed the hell out of me when I first saw it. Uh, it starts off as this like typical like haunted house movie, you know, and mm-hmm. then about halfway through it makes like an abrupt ninety degree turn into full on crazy town, and I love it. <laughs> it's like this movie goes insane real quick, um, and like Patrick Wilson and Rose Byrne are just like, what What is happening? Why Why is this occurring in our house? Uh, but yeah, no, I love James Wan. Uh, he's a great director, and uh, he impressed the hell out of me with this. What did you think of the second one, though, Matt? Uh, I love how deep it goes into the lore. <laughs> it uh, it goes even farther into like how like Patrick Wilson's character is just like a haunted. He has a haunted past. Uh, we get more of Lin Shay, which is kind of cool. Uh, yeah, this movie is also pretty pretty bonkers. I. Uh, I like this one too. Uh, I have not seen the Me third too. one yet. Me neither. Third one's terrible. But Been wanting to though. Is it? Yeah, it's not good. Not good at all. Uh, but I love the first two. Uh, I I love that the first one is like a take on Poltergeist, and the second one is a take on The Shining. Okay. Uh, I love the the insanity that happens. Um, and yeah, it, there's a big dip in in uh, in quality in the third one because he's not involved. Really, I think he may have—he's like a producer, but but yeah. no, it's it, it, the story is not great. I think it's a prequel. Um, it is, uh, and I just want to see it for Lynn Shay. Yeah, I mean, and her and her two little sidekicks that I she will has. Say, I, will I like say them. That makes it worth it. But I mean, the story surrounding—I mean, the, the haunting in that movie—it's not as great as the the first two. Uh, absolutely not. But hey, I in the right hands, I would love to see. Because I th- I think Insidious three sets up like a further series of movies with uh, uh, Lin Shay's character and those other characters. Um, yes, Lin oh, Lin Shay has a horror franchise. Isn't it a wonderful yeah. time to be alive? And in the right hands with the right directors, this could be like a fantastic franchise. But third one, eh, I mean, it's 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 just fine. It's just fine. But yeah, I I do love the first two. I was just going to say, yeah, Lin, Lin Shay is really great, and it, I just wanted to to just echo those those thoughts. And her her little her little team, her little ragtag team, is awesome. Yeah, I love those guys; they're fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, I watched the Blobs. The Blobs. I, I watched the Brothers Blob. Um, well, I watched uh, the first one from 1958, starring Steve McQueen. Uh, it's cheesy fun. It's a cheesy, you know, 50s B-monster movie about a blob that attacks a small Pennsylvania town and eats everyone in sight, including a really cool scene in a movie theater. I'll give it that. And then I watched one of my favorite horror remakes ever, uh, The Blob from 1988, uh, directed by Chuck Russell. Uh, we talked about his movies last year, last week when we talked about uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, uh, Dream Warriors. Uh, yeah, this movie is awesome. This is... Uh, one of the goriest and most disgusting movies I've ever seen, uh, thanks to some terrific practical effects on here. Um, Chuck Russell directed this. Uh, he co-wrote it with Frank Darabont, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, he did um, he did The Mist, which I have yet to see, but I hear is great. Uh, that's what I hear. And yeah, The Blob is 
I love the blob because it just it just doesn't care. It this in this movie it it eats all manners of living things. Uh, there's it, it eats children, which I think is wonderful. That uh, this movie just it's one of those '80s movies that just didn't care. It's like oh yeah, we're gonna kill kids and and dogs and old people. Uh, the blob's gonna eat everything, and uh, hope you can stomach it because this movie's gross. Uh, the practical effects here are uh, like I said, they are top notch. Uh, Taren, that, it, go ahead, Taren. Oh, I was just gonna ask: Is that the remake where it's like it's where the blob is actually scary, and yes. like it it comes out like with like these tentacles and shit like from mm-hmm. underneath like the street and everything? Yeah, that one that yep. one was actually really good. Yeah, it's got it's it also stars um, Kevin Dillon from Entourage, <laughs> uh, in and it has uh, it has Shawnee Smith from the uh, Saw series, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. This was her first like uh, big scream queen scream queen role, and uh, yeah, she's pretty damn good, and she has a great scream. Uh, this movie is great. I, yeah, I, it's one of my favorite horror remakes. It's it's one of those remakes that is better than the original. Uh. I think I think you're right on that. I, I I did the same thing a few years ago, Matt. I watched the original Blob and the new '80s Blob. And yeah. yeah, I I liked them both. Um, I like I like them both, except I don't know. I just find the original to be too talky. Yeah, I I, I think I think they I, talk about the Blob a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think I have the same feeling about them as I do the Body Snatchers movies, the the first one and the '78 version. Um, yeah, they. I mean, obviously they're. They feel like two completely different movies, mm-hmm. and the '80s one, the Blob '80s one, is like perfect '80s horror. Um, some of those kills in that are disgusting. <laughs> they, they, oh, when the how about when the guy gets sucked into the sink? Yeah, that one was good. Holy crap! There's one, isn't there, where somebody <laughs> is in a phone booth, right? Yes, that yes. One, yes, that one's good. Yeah. Ah, God, I love this movie so much. Yeah, is, is, hey Matt, I think you were doing this a few days ago. Were you looking up where to get this on Blu-ray? Is this one of those Twilight Time ones? Yeah, I'm about to drop an obscene amount of money on this Blu-ray. <laughs> uh, pray for me. <laughs> okay, let's let's uh, Matt. I think this is a, this is turning into an intervention. Okay, um, how much is a Twilight Time the blog? I can Blu-ray? get it. I I can get it for seventy dollars. Seventy dollars. Matt's what comes on that Blu-ray? Uh, it's got commentaries. It's got uh, behind-the-scenes okay. making of. Uh, apparently, has an, an an amazing transfer. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of it's it's kind of like when I uh, did not talk Carlo out of buying the Twilight Time Fright Night Blu-ray. <laughs> okay, this is <laughs> which he spent uh, sixty dollars on. Uh, Taryn, are you a big buyer of Blu-rays or DVDs? <laughs> not necessarily. Not necessarily. Uh, I mean, I do buy them. I mean, like the like, let's say, like the most expensive one you bought was maybe twenty, twenty five. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't spend much yeah, more yeah, than yeah. that. Yeah. Matt, <laughs> Matt, let me ask you, how much, like, for a a single movie release, like a a single disc or whatever? Have, have I spent? Yeah. How much have you spent? Oh geez, uh, maybe like forty five. Yeah, I think for me it's like thirty. I think I imported one uh, from Canada. I think it was like a Red Dragon double disc DVD or something. No, Bloom, uh, the Brothers Bloom. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. All right. I remember that. I got that for like thirty bucks from Canada. 
because there was no U.S. release at that point. But then, like, six months later, it came out in the U.S. Anyway. Of course, that's how it always happens. But Oh, wait, no. Uh, the most I've spent, yeah, is $40 on an Australian Blu-ray of um, Eraserhead. Okay, fair enough. But that's, and, that's and, before. And then, and then eight months later, it came out here. <laughs> I... Uh... I was very close to buying. I, I talked about this uh, a few episodes ago. The movie, oh, what's the movie? Possession, with Sam Neill, that crazy uh, Polish movie. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a limited Blu-ray release, and that set is like seventy dollars, I think, or sixty-five, sixty-five, seventy. Mm. Very close to getting it. Very close. But I don't know. I it, like in my head, I just can't. I can't. Do hey, well. It. Uh... We'll schedule it, and we'll both waste our money at the same time. How about that? <laughs> It'll be fun. We'll do it live on the air. Oh, yes. <laughs> our, our special Let's Drain Our Bank bank Accounts uh, episode <laughs> of the podcast. I'm all about it. Uh, okay. since, since you mentioned Sam Neill, um, it jogged my memory, and it made me think of a movie that I hadn't thought about earlier. And um, since we're talking about scary movies, really quickly, just wanted to ask you both, what are your thoughts on Event Horizon? Uh, I love it. Uh, I uh, I adore it. It is the first rated R movie that I saw in a theater. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yeah. Is yeah. Is it is. It is the best Hellraiser in space movie that is not Hellraiser <laughs> Bloodline. <laughs> is there an extended cut of it? No, but there's deleted scenes. Oh, there should be an extended cut, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think the studio like got rid of all that crap. Like, uh, not crap, but they like. Trash the footage afterwards. Ridiculous. I think, but I'm, the theat- the theatrical version is amazing. Like that is it a really great is. film. It has the most realistic reaction uh, from someone who's about to get into a bad situation. Uh, it's when Lawrence Fishburne sees the video and he just goes to his crew. Yep, we're leaving. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's how you should react in this situation. When you see yep. like a fist coming out of a, a person's mouth and yeah, it's like God yeah, only knows what the hell's happening. Yeah. I, I was on a podcast May. <laughs> I was on a podcast a few years ago where I had to watch Event Horizon and Boogie Nights back to back. What? Because the, the, the topic of the podcast was how Paul Thomas the Anderson nineteen ninety seven. Paul Thomas Anderson and Paul W. S. Anderson uh, have similar ish careers and they're like uh, connecting the dots between films made within like the year each of those filmmakers made them. Interesting. Yeah. So then, by the time you get to the master, you have the master on one side and like Resident Evil, what the fuck ever, like five. So. <laughs> I, oh God. I only I only did Event Horizon and Boogie Nights, so that's as far as I went. But yeah, uh, that was interesting. But I I I need to rewatch that. That's a very that's a good spooky season. Hey, if you're listening to this on Halloween, you, I think there's still time to watch Event Horizon. Do that. Oh my God! Please watch Event Horizon. It's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Watch if you if you've never seen Event Horizon, go watch Event Horizon because yes, that movie's awesome. Yeah. You don't even need eyes to see it. <laughs> uh, I got jokes. <laughs> anyway, Marcelo, we watched we watched some sequels. Yes. Um. Some, hey, this is part two of our discussion from last week. From last week, yes. We talked about the Psycho films. Uh, sure did. Matt finally caught up and watched three and four, mm-hmm. <laughs> and now we're here to discuss them. Um, let me recap my feelings on them. I mean, of course, the original Psycho is a classic. I love it. I love it to death. 
then I had I I had to. Well, I thought, hey, I should rewatch two, three, and four. And Matt's like, yes, you should. And I go, okay. And I I have no memory of two and three, like no memory. And I I watched them. I put it down in my letterbox. I watched them like three years ago. But I I could not tell you what had happened in in those in those sequels. Then I rewatched them, and I still can't remember what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happens in Psycho Three, Matt. What is that? Okay, let me try to remember. Um, because I don't like these sequels very much. Um, oh, this is the one that. Um, it's the one where Jeff Fahey is naked and has some right. weird lamps. Yeah, covering up his junk for some reason. <laughs> And it's uh, it's it's the one. Uh, it's it's a weird movie. These two and three are weird entries in this series for me, Matt. I mean, you like them a lot more than I do. Oh, I like two a lot more than you do. I think I'm about the same on number three. Uh, three is... are all it, did not like As... it on this rewatch. Go ahead. Taren. As someone who's never seen the Psycho movies, um, and I and no shame on me. Uh, are two, three, and four all directed by Hitchcock too? Oh God, no! No way! Oh, thank God! Okay. These these came out long after he died. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Actually, the third one was directed by Anthony Perkins. So yes, that's an interesting tidbit. And you told me this little factoid I didn't know about um, that uh, he wanted to. He was influenced by Blood Simple. In, in yes, and uh, he even got Carter Burwell yeah. uh, to do the score for it. Yeah, it, it made me want to rewatch. I mean, I will Blood tell Simple. you, I. I will say that Psycho Three is a very good-looking movie. No, it looks fantastic. I mean, yeah, it's the... a it's a very good-looking movie. It's just, what the hell? <laughs> as as you mentioned, Jeff Fahey's in the movie and he plays uh, Jeff Fahey. Jeff Fahey. <laughs> he plays Jeff Fahey, a, a villain in the movie. And yeah, there's a there's a weird among the many weird scenes in this movie. There's a weird. There scene... are so many weird scenes in this movie. Like Anthony Perkins was a weird dude. Uh, there's a weird scene where Jeff Fahey is like. Uh, after having se- ha- yeah, after having sex with like prostitute or whatever, whoever, um, he's like he has like lights and like it's a dark room. He has lights. He has like in he his has junk. like desk lamps, <laughs> desk lamps that he's like dancing with. And it it looks nice. It looks like a well shot. It scene, looks cool. It's very well shot. It's fucking like, weird. What? <laughs> it's fucking. This movie's bizarre. Oh, and uh, I also, will. S- oh, go ahead. Go ahead, man. I, I was just gonna say I, I will say I love Anthony Perkins in all of these movies. Yeah, no, uh, he's always the shining moment, and he's like he's so committed to this character. Yeah, he's like he's like you know what? It's what people know me for. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna do this. I'm just gonna give it my my hundred and ten percent. And yeah, I, I I said that last week. Like I've I've seen these sequels. I rewatched them. I may not particularly like them, but I love Perkins in all of them. Yeah, he he, he yeah. absolutely commits. But, yeah, but the third one's a weird entry. Like he has a love interest. So bizarre. He has a love interest, and he he tries to make that work. But and she was a nun. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Um. Uh, this yeah this movie. Oh, I don't know. Movie. It's. it's I mean, movie. I'll watch it again. I'll tell you that much. But it's definitely a movie. Um, it's definitely a weird, <laughs> weird, weird movie. And if you want to see Jeff Fahey dance with some lamps, take that away from this. And that's that. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, but hey, I think things get better in Psycho Four. Um, yes, a Showtime original. Yes, a Showtime movie <laughs> from the early nineties. Which was a, uh, a weird I'm, I'm show- guessing that's not actually a joke. No, it's not a joke. This is a uh, made-for Showtime movie from 1990. It's basically 
uh, Norman Bates calls him to a late night uh, radio show and tells his backstory. It's a prequel to the first Psycho. And hey, we just talked about him with uh, Ouija in Ouija 2. Uh, Henry Thomas plays young Norman Bates, and he's pretty great in this as a very tortured young Norman Bates. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't make that connection until just now. Yeah, uh, Henry Thomas. Um, you know, Elliot <laughs> playing uh, the titular psycho. Um, I I like this sequel because, uh, well, it's written by Joseph Stefano, who mm-hmm. wrote the first sequel, uh, yeah. first psycho. Yeah, and this one um, just wipes out what happens in two and three, and it's just, um, somewhat somewhat. I mean, I, I from, from they what- mentioned. They mentioned two and three. Uh, from what I read, they they tried to not hang on to two and three as much as possible, yeah. and I think it works for that reason. Like I mentioned last week, I, this movie is basically the final five minutes of the first cycle, like expanded out to like yeah uh, feature length. Um, goes in the back. So I imagine this this is a weird thing that 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 happened after watching this for me. After watching this, I'm like maybe I should see that based motel TV show. Because I've seen a few episodes. It's really good. It's really good because, like, there is a lot to take away from this relationship of young Norman Bates and his mother. Like, and plus, uh, Vera Farmiga plays yes. plays Mrs. Bates. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of speaking of who plays Mrs. Bates, Olivia Hussey plays Mrs. Bates in this movie, and she cray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. She she's so crazy. <laughs> I should not be that into uh, the Bates mother. Uh, no, I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? No, I've always liked her. I liked her in uh, Black Christmas. I like her in this. Uh, she's good. No, she's really good. And yeah, and, and oh, I should also mention CCH Pounder plays the. Oh my God! Yes, the, the radio personality. Love her. Who ba- always yeah. loved her. We'll talk about her in a bit. Um, it, it works perfectly as a prequel slash sequel because yeah. Uh, Bates as a as an older man, he's calling to his radio station, and like in the first like five minutes, he goes like yada yada yada, and I'm gonna kill again, and it's it, it's a mystery that unwraps. It's like who is he, who is he gonna yeah. kill? Wh- where is he now? Because he's out, he's free, he's he's like living in a house, and as the movie goes on, you're like what's what? It, it, I think it's a perfect mystery. At the very yeah. end, at the very end, it gets kind of I don't know a bit too. Uh, I don't know what the right word is. Like too crazy. It it should have kept it like a as a. It as goes a, off the rails a little. There you go. But, it goes uh, off the rails. But I think overall, I think it works. It's my favorite Psycho sequel, and unfortunately, this is like the, uh, one of uh, Perkins' last performances. Uh, yeah. He passed away like a year later after this. A year later, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I th- I think it works for a Showtime movie. <laughs> um, yeah. The fourth entry. Uh, of a classic, I think it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I enjoy it. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty good. Um, but oh, hey, all, all these sequels are Scream Factory releases, aren't they, Matt? They sure are. Yeah, and and you, the uh, behind the scenes stuff is pretty cool. This one has a commentary uh, on the the Blu-ray. It actually has the commentary with the director and um, Norman and uh, Mrs. Bates. So. I'll be watching it with that as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I need to pick that up. That sounds like a good release. As always with Scream Factory. This episode is not sponsored by Scream Factory. All our episodes are sponsored by Scream Factory. 
<laughs> Speaking of screaming, uh, that's what you do when you see a zombie. Yes, and I watched George Romero's Night of Living Night. That was a good segue. Uh, Night of Living Dead. I really don't have much to say to, about this that hasn't been said a billion times. It's awesome. It's amazing, uh, Taryn. You've it's seen great. This. Uh, it's 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 one of the cool like low budget horror films. I've seen parts of the original, and I've seen parts of the remake. Okay, but I've never all seen right. all of them. I've never seen it, all of it. Uh, the original's in black and white, is it not? Mm-hmm. And it's everywhere. Yeah. It, this movie's public domain, so hey, everyone, go watch it on YouTube because it's legal. You're allowed to. <laughs> and I think there's a new release coming out with like new footage. Yeah, they did a. Yeah, they did a crazy remaster for this thing, like an actual restoration. Is it is that out That's yet? That's pretty rad. No, it's not out yet, no. Okay, I need to I need to jump on that. Um I think I think I read somewhere that it might no. I I think I'm just making this up that it might be that criterion, but I don't think that's right. Um that'd be good. Though. Um Night of the Living Dead classic. Uh, hey, hey, yeah, Terry, it's awesome. Um mm-hmm. from what you've seen, what's what's your favorite zombie movie? It's kind of it's kind of comical that this is going to be my my answer, but um, it's 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 an honest answer, uh, and that would be Zombieland. That's oh no, that's a really good yeah, one. That's good. Yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, uh, I mean, the rules just oh my god, it's just it's so ace. That's just my that's my favorite zombie movie. Yeah, it's pretty damn good. Sadly, though, kind of getting burned out on the entire genre i think it's mm-hmm. just and I, I i don't think i'd ever well personally i never thought i would those words would come out of my mouth they just burnt out on them yeah I'm, I'm kind of getting nearing that yeah yeah i'm, I'm starting to i'm reach, i'm reach, i've reached the tipping point and so i don't really i kind of just stay away uh i'm i haven't really so like i i watched the walking dead i know we're talking about movies but um, it is a thing that they do. They do film of. Uh, it's, I'm uh, kind of. I'm kind of filming. I'm kind of feeling like burned out on that too. Like I, I haven't watched Fear of the Walking Dead other than the first season, and then I kind of. I mean, I watched just the other day the uh, the season premiere of The Walking Dead for what that season seven, I think. Yeah, it's been on for like ever. Yeah, and they're, and, they're not stopping anytime soon. No, they're not. Uh, not with uh, the new Negan chapter that they're. It's kind of just rebooting everything, so it's that's going to be going on for forever. I think they do a good job with that show overall. It's just I think I'm just at that like mass critical mass sort of just like I can't. I don't know if I can take any more zombie <laughs> shit. Like I'm over zombie video games. I don't want to see a zombie video game, and then zombie movies. I'm just kind of on. So yeah, I'm totally fine with putting a moratorium. On zombies. On the zombies, uh, Dawn of the Dead. Any uh, any thoughts on that one? I haven't seen the remake in a long time, but I love the original. With Ving Rhames. Yeah. Oh, with yeah, Ving with Rames. the one with Ving Rhames and all those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really do like the original. I'm not a fan of the remake. Yeah. Not a fan of the remake. Nah. I, I, I nah. remember liking it. Like I don't know. I again, I need to rewatch it. Um, I mean. I don't know. I, I can't. It's it was pretty. It was stylized and had some good music in it. Had some good actors. Mm-hmm. Ty Burrell in a, in a weird role before being like all wholesome and modern family. Uh, um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag fast zombies suck. <laughs> That's, right. but That's I, my review. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, it's that one. That's a really weird one, right? Because at times they're like shamblers, and then other times they're like really fast. It's like really it's, running at you. Yeah, it's that that movie really makes no sense in, in that sort of sense because there are a lot of times where they're just like shambling along, and then other times they're just like full sprinting, and it's just like, what the actual fuck is even happening? Uh, <laughs> key crowning moment of that movie though is the uh, the lounge lizard version of Down with the Sickness. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Uh, part oh, of the okay, soundtrack. Yeah, sung, yes. by, sung by Richard Cheese. Richard Cheese. Yep. I love, yeah, I love Richard Cheese. Yeah, it's so great when he's just like, oh, that Ooh, takes me back. Uh, uh, uh. And uh, <laughs> the movie begins with like a Johnny Cash song. So, yeah, I mean, like yes. I said, the soundtrack is pretty good. But yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I want to revisit it because I, like I said, I have fond memories of it watching on DVD back in the day. But see. I would say keep those memories. Like, so you have like warm, cozy, fuzzy memories of it. I'd say yeah. keep it that way. Okay, maybe I won't rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll, I'll rewatch because I went and bought the, the DVD or the or was it the Blu-ray? I can't. It doesn't matter. I bought a disc that had it <laughs> of some sort. <laughs> yeah, I bought a disc of some sort. Floppy and disc. I watched it. This is like years ago. Like you know, like two, three years ago, maybe more than that. R- regardless, it doesn't matter. I went and watched it, and then I was just like, man, I don't remember it being this bad. <laughs> So yeah. there you go. <laughs> I'm gonna avoid it then. I- I'll just stick with Romero. Um, I-, I I was in the process of, of watching, um, uh, rewatching Day of the Dead, and then I think, oh yes, I think that was the day that my The Thing Blu-ray came in, and I was like, okay, sorry, Dawn of the Dead, not to watch <laughs> The Thing. But yeah, I-, I need to I need to go back and finish watching Day of the Dead, Romero's, because uh, I I I love that movie too. It's my favorite in the series. H- have you seen Land- Oh man, Land of the Dead? Oh my God! Yes. Yeah. I, you, it, you mean the you mean the Trump zombie movie? Yes, yeah, great. <laughs> I need to rewatch Dennis that Hopper too. Dennis Hopper plays Donald Trump. It's I, amazing. Watch I, it. Watch it on Election Day. Okay. <laughs> That'd be oh perfect. God. Well, um, very fitting. Uh, we were very close to recording an episode of this on election night, but we're not doing that because we have stuff to do. But if we we should have had election night coverage and just you know and just watch Land of the Dead, and that would have been <laughs> election night coverage. Do a We'll just have a live stream party where we uh, live stream uh, Land of the Dead and, and everyone can like tune in. I have the disc. It'd be like an alternate alternate history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I distinctly I distinctly remember because uh, it's um, Dennis Hopper who plays the the, the Trump yes, type Donald Trump, and he is shoot. And this is a spoiler for Land of the Dead. I'm sorry, uh, but he's shoot shooting at zombie John Leguizamo. And just saying, yes. saying the S word, the Hispanic S word, <laughs> slur yes. at Legozamo. And even back then, when I saw, it, I was like, "Really? Oh my god! This is, this is something. This is something. I don't, yeah. I don't hear this too often. <laughs> it's definitely something. <laughs> Ugh, God, that movie. I yeah. love that movie. I think it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Okay, yeah, it's really good. That was a that was a good zombie tangent we had. That was good. That was fun. Um, yeah, mainly you- not hate zombies for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Isn't it crazy how that works? Speaking of reanimated corpses, Tales Ooh. from the Crypts. Uh, oh, you're on it with the segues, know, I, Marcella. Maybe because I'm kind of sleep deprived at this point. Uh, it's Magic <laughs> Hour. Okay, I rewatched Demon Knight. Um, oh my god, yes. I bought the Scream Factory Blu-ray. A few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and this past weekend, I was just like binge watching a lot of horror movies. As and you do, I was like, yeah, as 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 one does before Halloween. And I was like, okay, it's time for Demon Knight. It's awesome. And I remember renting this when I was a kid. Uh, 
I used to me and my friend used to just hang out every weekend and just rent three or four horror movies and just spend the weekend over his house. So much fun watching this when I was young. Yeah, I uh, my my cousins uh, came to visit and they had like boxes of VHSs. And in one of those boxes was a VHS of Demon Knight, and I was like, I want to see this. And I yeah. I think I just played it over and over, like over the course of a week. <laughs> and I don't know why, like, I, I can't remember how old I was when I did this. but What's this about? What's, what's this movie about? So it opens as a typical Tales from the Crypt uh, uh, episode opens with, yeah. a, with, a creep, uh, with a crypt keeper saying, hey... Uh, I'm gonna tell you a, a story about something. <laughs> hey, we're in the movies now. Hey, in the movies is like a movie <laughs> reference. And it's what is this movie about? So it's 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 insane. It's it's good in an insane way. Uh, Billy Zane is chasing William Sadler. That should sell you hey. already. Okay, <laughs> a bald Billy Zane oh, yeah. is chasing William Sadler. <laughs> Um, and <laughs> Sadler arrives at this hotel, right? And and it's populated with all these characters: um, Jada Pickett Smith, CCH Pounder. Um, hey, she's back. Yeah, she's back. Uh, Dick Miller, uh, Thomas Hayden Church, uh, Charles Fleischer. Oh my gosh! Uh, all these characters. Basically, everyone who was big in the early, in the mid nineties. I gotcha. They're all in this house, and Billy Zane shows up, and this is uh, this is just gonna give you a, t- a taste of the craziness. Um, like Billy Zane shows up, and he goes, "I want whatever uh, whatever Sadler has in his box," and you'll find out later what it is. And there are cops there, and they're like, "Okay, Billy Zane, we're gonna take you in. You sound like a crazy person." And what Billy Zane yeah. does is <clears throat> he punches a cop straight through the skull. <laughs> Nice. Straight through the skull. And that's what you're in for for the rest of the movie. Just that type of violence, that type of insanity. Um, and yeah, and what does it exactly entail? It entails the blood of Jesus Christ, demons, uh, sure. and much, much more. Um, people getting destroyed. Uh, the effects work in this is amazing. Uh, again, the cast, I love this. This is like one of the best character actor like riddled films I've ever seen because everybody in here I love um let me just talk about Billy Zane for a second Billy Zane, this is my favorite Billy Zane performance ever because he, he just really? goes he goes insane in this okay Matt your, your favorite might be what Titanic Cal yes Cal from <laughs> Titanic and just so you know um I think Demon Knights is the reason why he got the Titanic villain role. I wouldn't doubt it yeah I wouldn't doubt it Cameron probably saw this was like Yo, he's a good villain. I want you. <laughs> the, uh, I was I was watching the special features on this, and they were interviewing the the screenwriters, and I think they mentioned that they go, "We're pretty sure that Cameron saw Demonite, and that's why they, that's why he cast Billy Zane <laughs> and Titanic." Um, but yeah, he just bonkers in this. He just goes for it. He's like off the wall, insane. Uh, he's like a perfect villain, and yeah, and I love the little tidbits um, from the behind the scenes interviews. Because uh, if you've seen Demon Knight, you know the ending. Like, of course, the yeah, I, have to see, I have to see this again. It's it's been a very long time. Same here. It, I it, like I can't remember much of this movie for the life of me. I think it's absolutely worth revisiting because I I think if it doesn't exactly um, come up to your expectations of, of of how you saw it before, it I think it comes close because 
Oh, it is so good. I had a lot of fun. And again, I mean, I saw I saw the Scream Factor release, and the special features are great. I love... There's a story where they talk about Billy Zane's hair and how he just showed up. He showed up bald. And he... And he of course he did. He went... He, he went of course he did, because he's Billy Zane. Yeah, he went to the director. He had, like, a... A uh, like a briefcase, and he opened it up, and there were wigs in it. And... Oh my god! I thought you were going to say it was filled with his hair. <laughs> no, he's it's like, not... here's the hair I cut off. What? Why are you handing this to me? Billy Zane? <laughs> Get he, your he... hair out of here, Billy Zane. <laughs> he he he, he, uh, he shows all the wigs to the director, and he goes, "Okay, which one do you want me to wear?" And the director goes, "No, <laughs> no, Mr. Zane, you're going to be bald in this." And he's like, "Okay, cool." And. <laughs> And yeah, um, apparently they had no problem. Oh, th- these are like interesting facts that I find like fascinating. I love it. I love um, it. Like Jada Pinkett Smith had like when when she um, when, when she uh, auditioned for the role had like long like flowing hair, and then she came on set. It was like cut short and blonde. I thought you were gonna say she was also bald. <laughs> no, it was close though. <laughs> it's just weird that, that, that these are the stories they tell on the on the behind the scenes stuff, like the hair problems on set. Um, but I find it fascinating. Oh, and here's a, a tidbit that you guys may not may not know. Uh, mm-hmm. So apparently, this was going to be the Tales from the Crypt series was going to be a trilogy of movies. Um, yes, Demon Knights, Bordello of Blood, and I remember third, Bordello of Blood. Oh yeah, it, right. It's it's something else. I don't like it as much as Demon Knight, obviously. But it, yeah, it, it's just a weird movie. Bordello. That had Blood. Dennis Miller in it, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And he was the hero before he went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Weird, weird. But the third entry was going to be... Um, uh, it turned into a dumpster fire? <laughs> From Dusk Till Dawn was, <laughs> was, uh, was the third entry. Or I think... I think really? I think how they told it Interesting. was... Interesting. Uh, From Dusk Till Dawn was in the running to be an entry in Tales from the Crypt, uh, but Tarantino wanted more money than the studio wanted to give. So they're like, okay, whatever. We'll make Demon Knight instead. So... I think also the Frighteners was going to be a Tales from the Crypt entry, uh, but that. Oh, I love, love the Frighteners. Yeah. Peter Jackson's the Frighteners yeah, with Peter Michael Jackson's J. Fox. The yeah. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, that's a great movie. So yeah. If you want your own like separate Tales from the Crypt alternate you know universe trilogy, just see uh, Demon Knights from Dust Till Dawn and the Frighteners, and just imagine their Tales from the Crypt movies, all of them. But yeah, uh, Scream Factory. Always pleases me, and I like this release and I like this movie. So that is off. This portion of the podcast sponsored <laughs> in part by Scream Factory. Factory. <laughs> I might try to pick up this uh, release tomorrow. Actually, it's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that is all I have to say about Demon Knights. It's fun. Um, speaking of nights, um, you don't want to go out in the woods at night, right? Never. Never. No. Because uh, then it always stays night. <laughs> Taryn, you saw uh, the Blair Witch. Tell us about it. I mean, we've talked about it on the show before, but what'd you think? Um, so I had a, I had seen the original one back when it came out, but I didn't see it in theaters. Uh, I thought the new one paid some real nice homage to the uh, to the original movie, especially like in the latter the latter third and the, mm-hmm. like the the you know the climax of the movie. It it just takes you back to. Um, to that first group that you that you started the journey with, uh, I thought I really liked how they they did a good job of making it creepy. I actually think it was a bit creepier than the first one. Uh, camera work was a lot nicer, and, and 
Oh god. Oh, yeah, this I, was this was done by professionals. Yeah. Yeah. So that that made it a lot better, but still had a you know, that that handy cam like sort of vibe to it. Uh, I like how they modernized a lot of things like the drone stuff. That was that was all pretty cool. Uh, showing actually some of the uh, the scariness was was pretty neat. It wasn't just like, hey, you know, like stuff is scary. Though you don't, I I mean, I know that the, I often like how directors will sometimes not show things and let the theater mm-hmm. of the mind kind of like play. But it was cool to finally see something since this is the second movie uh, to to kind of show you some of, like the creepy stuff. And then um, I I really liked in the end like how you you kind of knew. Well, no, you definitely did know that there really was no way out, that they were all going to die. Yeah. But they kind of they kind of dangled like a little carrot out just to give you like this, like a little sense of false hope. You're like, well, you know, maybe maybe it won't be totally terrible. Maybe <laughs> she'll kind of like survive in this awful, terrible shit fuck place of whatever alternate dimension she's wound. They've, they've all wound up in. And then, you know, like what happens happens and then she they all die but i mean it really so oh sorry spoilers but like you should have you womp, womp. expected that yeah womp, womp, you should have expected that anyways going in if you knew anything about the first movie but yeah. uh yeah i thought i thought really really well done i don't really, really remember this budget. movie <laughs> you don't i don't remember, remember this movie? movie i don't remember it all that much maybe yeah. i'm still in the woods i don't know I think I think you are, Marcella. Did you like it, or were you like, eh? Uh, <laughs> um, I think I'm down the middle on this one. Yeah, I, I think I am too. I saw this twice in a theater. I told the story mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Um, second time was not my not my choosing. I had friends who wanted to see a movie, and this was, I guess, the only thing that that was there that we all wanted. I guess we all accepted that we were going to see, and uh-huh. and yeah, I I liked it a lot more the first viewing than the second viewing not as much mm. I, I, I still think it, it could have been like really good if they just took away the Blair Witch stuff and it was just a standalone horror movie and uh, yeah I think that's my, my main point because I think the monster effects the creature designs are like pretty interesting I like like the twists in the end for the most part and but yeah but having it be Blair Witch I don't know um, sticking too much or trying to go to that mythology and playing with that I don't think it worked 100% for me but I still think I still think it's like well made like the direction is like pretty good and like all these uh, all this added um, these added components like the, the the earpiece cameras and the drone stuff I think yes that's yeah. but actually, I, I like that for the, um, the POV type stuff yeah, speaking of that, there's a movie I saw uh, for the first time this past weekend, which I'll talk about a little later. That does, oh, that also does like the earpiece, like uh, camera stuff that I found oh, wow. actually better than Blair Witch. And that th- that movie I'm talking to, I'm talking about actually is like 15 years old. So, um, I don't know. Uh, I'll talk about that later. But yeah, I guess overall I'm like, and eh, down the middle, I guess a little bit, a little bit more positive than I think Matt. So. The um, one thing I will say is I was in Tahoe on vacation and sort of just like I didn't like we went like uh, my wife and I went to see the went to see a movie and she wanted to see it. And I kind of was just like, meh, 
on it. And so, like, <laughs> I went in, like, kind of just, like, not really wanting to see it and sort of just having, like, I guess low expectations based off of the first movie. And so that probably has, that, that probably colors my my perception of the film a little bit since I went in with pretty low expectations. I was, like, pleasantly yeah. surprised to be a little bit creeped out by it. Uh, but I did like uh, one other twist. Spoilers uh, is the um, the little twist at the end when you when you if you pay attention you realize that the footage that they find that they watch in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's all I'll say. I don't know if you guys already spoiled that, but yeah, I liked that. I thought that was kind of neat. I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty nifty. Yeah. And you know, what? yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and then it didn't help that when I went to the bathroom after getting out of said Blair Wish movie, there were, like, sound, like, and it's not like they were piping in sound from the theater, but they were, like, I legit was, like, wondering, like, is the Blair Witch, like, literally going to, like, climb, like, underneath the fucking bathroom stalls? It's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is this sound? Like, I need to get out of this bathroom. This is awful. <laughs> That's awesome. Um... I thought it was weird at the end when you thought for a second it was going to be aliens, and and <laughs> if, yep, that was me. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I thought I, I really thought is this going to be aliens? Then I thought if it is, I think that'd be kind of awesome. <laughs> I want to see that movie <laughs> where it turns out I want that to be the third entry of this series where you find oh, out it's aliens all along. <laughs> How much would that like be terrible for fans of? The original match. Oh, people would be so angry. They would be so livid. Um, but hey, I think I'd enjoy it. Um, it would be kind of awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so that was Blair Witch. I, I, I think, yes. I, Matt, I can't remember if we made a promise we were going to talk about it again, but hey, we broke our promise. We're we're it's liars. Fine. We're liars. I know we are. Um, but hey, there's there's more Blair Witch for you. So, I speaking of... Real quick. Nothing. Yeah, speaking of nothing, I mean, quickness. Hey, Matt, you have <laughs> stuff to say. I have something written down called Quick Mentions, where I'm really going to quickly mention two movies. This is Matt's new uh, segments, Quick Mentions. Yeah, I watched a movie called Kid Co. from 1984 uh, about a group of kids who work on a horse farm, and they decide to make a horse manure fertilizer business out of that. But they get sued by the government uh, for evading tax laws. <laughs> Okay. This is a real movie that happened. It stars uh, the kid from the Christmas story who gets his tongue stuck to the pole. Uh, he also owned Richard Pryor in the toy. Okay. You know, I don't think I know who you're talking about. but uh, He's this little little shit kid from the 80s. Uh, it's basically capitalism the movie for children. Uh, it, it has no reason to exist. The 80s were weird. Also, another quick mention, I watched the new uh, Rocky Horror remake, and it was abysmal. Uh, moving on. Oh, Marcella, what did you watch? Oh, okay. Uh, what did I watch? Um, is this the final segment? We're at the final segment. Here we go. Here's the final Thank segment. Thank God. I can't ruin the show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, appropriate for our Halloween episode, I watched Ooh. a buttload of Halloween movies. A lot of them. Yes. Uh, Most of them are called Halloween. <laughs> yes. Um, let me just... <laughs> let me quickly... Actually, let me pull up the page because I forgot the name of a lot of these. They have weird... I, I'll I'll help you. Yeah, okay. Um, here oh. it is. Don't worry. You don't even need to bring up the page. I got it. Page is up. Too late. Okay, so I started my uh. day... 
I started my day by watching Halloween 2 from 1981, the TV cut. Um, and this was all. Thanks. You didn't start with the wait. You didn't start with the first one. No, I I feel like I need to rewatch or watch for the first time the the sequels, um, all the way through Weird. Rob Zombie. Um, uh, well, I mean, I mean, come on, man. I I I have precious time, and I love Halloween one to death, and I, I I can I can watch that another time. But I decided to watch the sequels and the alternate cuts. Weird. Uh, Weird. Sorry. Sorry, Matt. All right, go on. Uh, and also, you're marathoning this, wrong, but keep going. <laughs> this is all thanks to the Scream Factory big Halloween uh, box set. Yes. Yes, the collaboration they did with uh, Anchor Bay. Yes, I wish we were we were uh, paid by Scream Factory for how many times we mentioned them all this month. <laughs> One day. One day. But, but thanks to Scream Factory in this box set, I, I have access to all these alternate cuts, which I find fascinating. So yes, Halloween mm-hmm. 2, the TV mm-hmm. cut is, is in there, and I watched that. And I can't, for the life of you, except for like maybe two big changes, tell you what's different between the TV cuts and the theatrical cuts of Halloween 2. Um... Do you know off the top Neither of your could head? I. No, yeah, you don't know. Like the ending is different. I've never seen the I've never seen the TV cut, so I don't know. Um let's jump to the end of Halloween 2 just just because I think you remember it more than I do. Uh it ends with Yes. Jamie Lee Curtis in just driving away in, in her terrible wig. <laughs> uh does it end with her Yes, in her away, terrible wig. Driving away in the ambulance and that's it. Yes. Yeah. I think so. In the yeah. t- in the TV cuts, uh, the guy who she's been talking to all this time is w- is there with her too. So that's a change, isn't? Oh, I like that. Yeah, and and they I think they hold hands and then they they're they're, they're in the same ambulance and they drive away. Uh, okay, so, so that's a big cut. And then of course they cut the violence. That's nice. They added some dialogue scenes yeah. and, and all that. It's an it's it's an interesting cut, but I I, I don't think I'm ever gonna watch it again. <laughs> I'll I'll stick. Yeah, to I don't I don't blame you. Stick to the, to the theatrical cut of Halloween 2. Okay. Then I skipped ahead, and I went to the producer's cut of Halloween 6. The how, Curse did of Michael you, how did you marathon these? Um, You're jumping all over the place. I am. <laughs> Again. Okay. I love Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. And I think I watched Well, that. damn right you do, because wa- it's great. I watched that closer to Halloween. Um, that's a tried and true Halloween classic, along with Halloween 1. Uh, Season of the Witch is amazing. And I figured... You know, I'll see it eventually. I, I want to knock out these ones I haven't seen. And I also skipped Halloween 4 because I don't like that movie. Return of Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. Is that, I like it. It's fun. Is, which is the one where they're in the hospital at the end? That's that's the second one. Yeah, Halloween. Oh, no. The, at, oh, no. At the end? Oh. Uh, right. And then they, don't they, like, blow him up and, like, it, it, like, rolls out with, like, Mr. Sandman playing and there's, like, just flames coming out of the mask oh. and whatnot? Oh. That's the second one. Yeah. Isn't that number two? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's a, yeah. It's yeah. It's been a long time, and so I was trying to follow along. That's all. Yeah, I like number four though. It has the shotgun impalement, which is pretty cool. Uh, that, that's a cool kill. Oh, you know who I like in four and five? Daniel uh, Harris. Yeah, Daniel Harris. She's yeah, because she's great. Yeah. Um, that twist. That twist ending. I think it's the end of five. Four. Four. Where she. Yeah. Gets the knife and is scissors. Yeah, she scissors. See, I can't remember this. Yep. 
Um, I, I think I will re revisit four and five, but not anytime soon. So I skipped those because I had already seen them, and I went to six. Sorry, Matt. Did you watch the producer's cut? Yes. Watch the producer's cut. Yes. It's weird. It is a I weird. I know. It's it's so bizarre. Uh this was like the Holy Grail when I was a kid because it was always rumored. I'd always like read about it, like, oh, this is movie's gonna be you know really different and blah blah blah. And I remember finding a website when I first got the internet and um, looking up Halloween Six, and then there I could find like screenshots from like the deleted scenes and stuff. Uh, it was really cool. Uh, this tones down the violence. Uh, the ending is completely different. Uh, the theatrical cut had a really bad. Uh, mid '90s heavy metal score, where like anytime Michael Myers would kill someone or something would happen, like a heavy metal guitar riff would happen, <laughs> and it was it was the dumbest fucking thing in the world. This gets rid of that, thank God, because that shit's unbearable. It's like I'm gonna start stabbing you, and then like it's it's so so bad. Uh, this has that bonkers ending with all the druids. Uh yeah, this movie is it's something else. It's weird. it's definitely some it's really weird. And uh but hey, Donald Pleasance is fun. I like him. Yeah. I think the main reason why they changed the ending is because Pleasance passed away, right? And the director hated him. Oh, that's that's a shame. Uh the Donald Pleasance is barely in the uh theatrical cut. Yeah, he's, a, he's, uh, because... he's a big part of the producer's cut. Yeah, because in the theatrical cut, uh, the director really didn't get along with him. He's like, "Why is he even here? I don't want to work with him. I don't want him in my movie." Boo. So like, so he cut him out of the theatrical cut, and then when the producers came along, they're like, "Yeah, he's kind of the backbone of this franchise. Uh, he's been helping us out throughout six movie or like five movies. Let's 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 put him back in this in this cut." Yeah, and he plays a huge role in the producer's cut, like, final moments. And, yeah, and from, I know. From what I read, they're going to go further into this in the next film. Uh, uh, but that then they did H2O instead. Um, because, like, spoiler alert for the producer's cut of Halloween 6, um, he becomes, like, the new leader of, like, the cult, right? Donald Pleasance? Yes, yeah. it's, it's his job now. And it ends with that awesome scream by Donald Pleasance. Which is weird. Ah. again, it's weird. God, I love, I I love it though. It's super weird, but I love it. I mean, I love Pleasance in it. Uh, uh, um, Paul Rudd, a young Paul. Paul Rudd. I'm, I, I'm sorry, Paul Stephen Rudd, <laughs> as he is credited, <laughs> and introducing Paul Stephen Rudd. Ah, uh, it is weird seeing him as kind of a weirdo who yeah he's like a nobody and then like you have the girl across the street with her her shitty like dad yeah he's like a horrible human being and, and then like... you have the howard stern character uh it's it's a weird but hey i for the most part i i enjoyed myself it was it's fun it's weird this is fun it's weird bonkers like what the hell's going on it's a weird kind of thing. movie yeah but yeah, then after that, I went to H2O. This was the first time viewing for me. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I never seen H2O. Oh, I saw, I saw those theaters. Yeah. Wow. Um, I am not a huge fan of H2O. It, oh. It's like, it's like 80 minutes long, and the best stuff is like the last 20 minutes. And eh, I like it. I, I like Josh Hartnett in it. Um, yeah. Jamie Lee, That's Jamie right, Lee he Curtis. is in that. That was his first movie, yeah. 
Uh, I like Jamie Lee Curtis quite a bit in it. Uh, LL Cool J's fun. He has fun. Uh, he good writes like in, he writes good early writes, death like, too. Yeah, and he writes like erotic love poetry. It's really funny. <laughs> the um, that scene where um, what's her face? Uh, well, she I don't even know if she matters. She has like that. Doesn't she have like a baby and she's like running and then? Uh, well, that's part six. That's six. That's not H two. That's not the beginning of H two. No, Wait the beginning minute. of H two O. Uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt gets a uh, hockey cleat or oh, yeah. hockey like skate in the face. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's awesome. Oh, that that's right. That's right. No, no, yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, yes, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hockey cleat in the face. It's wonderful. <laughs> and I like that the nurse came back from the first Halloween. That was cool. So I kind of agree like they, with. They got this- they got the same actress. I kind of agree with what you're saying, but except for the Josh Hartnett thing, he does nothing in the movie. Like he, I like him a lot. No agency in the movie. He's just there. Well, it's his first movie, but no, he but shows talent. Apparently, I don't know. He's. I thought they're setting him up to be the new. Uh, well, it's weird. Like it, I don't even know. If, like it just seemed like he was going to be a big part. Like the new. Uh, oh, sorry, I forgot. Jamie Lee Curtis's character's name. What's her name? Laurie Strode. Laurie Strode. I thought he was going to be the new Laurie Strode. But no, he just he's just not there for like the final like 10 minutes where Jamie Lee Curtis has to take on Michael Myers herself. That That's Hell pretty yeah. cool. But hey. Yeah, it's awesome. Know, the kids and then they, do nothing. They, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. That's, it's, it's a slasher movie. The kids never do anything. <laughs> it's a disappointment. Um, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take these movies on their own merits. Uh, these teenage kids, yeah, they're not supposed to do things, <laughs> and that they allows are, you to, are, to enjoy them. They are lambs to the slaughter. And now, uh, anyway, um, uh, uh, I don't like H two O. So then I saw a movie called Halloween Resurrection. No, was it is Resurrection? Yeah, Halloween Resurrection. Unfortunately, yes. And I love this movie. <laughs> I love Halloween <laughs> Resurrection. It this is... goes this 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 is my seat of Chucky for this franchise. <laughs> I spoke of Blair Witch earlier and how they had like earpiece cameras, and I thought that was yes. kind of innovative. This movie did it like what fifteen years ago, and they nailed it. It they sure did. Nailed it. Uh, and yeah, where do I begin with Resurrection? Uh, <laughs> it stars Buster Rhymes. <laughs> stars Buster Rhymes. He is the first build. He is the lead of this movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and he is a, uh, a a a producer of this web like TV show. I'm not. I don't, I can't even yeah, I know. on that. It's a, re, it's a reality. <laughs> they TV were show. predicting the future. Exactly. And <laughs> this came out in 2002, and they were Ugh. ahead of the curve so much. Sure they were. This is as relevant now <laughs> as it was in 2002. Oh, God, did they nail this? Even more so. Uh, so, the, so these kids go into the the Myers house. and it's So they all, can win like a $500 gift card or some shit. Yeah, yeah it's all rigged right. in, in the beginning. Like Buster Rhymes, the producer, and Tyra Banks, who's also there and inexplicably. <laughs> As like his his assistant, like they set, why not? They set up these traps for the kids. They 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 try to fool them, and of course it's all oh, fake. God. 
It's a reality TV show. That's the setup, folks. But then on the internet. But then, hey, look who it is. It's the real M- Michael Myers. He goes in there and starts killing people. And <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> this has so many layers that I was just in love with. Okay, being a fan of shitty reality TV shows, this is like the crown jewel oh. of, of <laughs> textual thematic relevance. Uh, between rally TV shows and the audience viewing them. There's a scene where kids view this web series, whatever it, whatever it is, live, and they're like cheering, they're like reacting to it, and us, the audience, are look, looking at this, and <laughs> how how are we taking it, okay? Is it real? Is it fake? Oh, it, it's so good. I want to write like a 10,000-word essay on this, okay? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, man. I need to a, I need a, I need a calm down. That's yeah. a movie. Uh, <laughs> Halloween Resurrection. I think it's my favorite Halloween sequel. It's it earned my it earned my hatred within the first five minutes, and then I I was I had turned on it, and there was no coming back. <laughs> I was that close. Matt really hates this movie. Wow. That the the intro to this <clears throat> movie is such a slap in the face to fans of uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character. I'm so happy it happens. I'm so happy she's dead. No, 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 no. You don't do that. She had her victory at the end of H2O. You don't take that away from her. You don't do that. No. And then you're going to have this reality show shit the whole time? No, I can't. This movie's the worst, one of the worst horror movies I've ever seen. You are the first person I've ever met who likes this thing. I don't like it, man. I love it. I'm going yeah, to I know exactly. saying I love this movie. <laughs> this <laughs> I, I don't want to get further into this because I know it's going to make you mad, but I was just so bored. Oh, I'm, I'm already I'm already angry. Uh, keep going. I was just so bored in H2O. And I love <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. I love her character. I love uh, Strode. Laurie Strode. Laurie Strode. <laughs> I don't remember her name, okay? I, I, I appreciate her coming back and I appreciate it, like, playing fan service with, with her character and and all that, but I don't know. I don't think you need that, uh, especially in Resurrection, where it's just the kids, these kids who have no connection to the lore, and they're just being taken out by Michael Myers. That's all I want to see. Okay. I don't know. It's, I know it's terrible. Yeah, and I'm sorry that she had to die, but hey, it's for the good of the series. Um, and yeah, I got sure. this. Got this out of it. And the only thing I didn't like, <laughs> the, only th- the only thing I didn't like about this movie was when. Busta Rhymes fights Michael Myers <laughs> using his karate abilities. It's the, dumb, it's the dumbest. It's it's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. It's pretty dumb. It's pretty dumb. And Busta Rhymes again. I don't know why he's the lead. I don't know who he oh had to pay God. off. I don't know what. I don't know the, the early two thousands were a weird time. Uh, but, <laughs> but he had like a monologue at the end. Uh, he's like. The hero, it's fucking weird. It's weird. But hey, <laughs> I like this movie a lot. I love it. So, yeah, that's the end of the OG Halloween series. Um, sorry, Matt, uh, about my love of resurrection. Uh, I know it's killing you inside. <laughs> and then we go. And just to, to see this movie, and just to see that this movie was directed by the same guy who did Halloween 2, it's like. How about you don't direct movies anymore, Rick, Rick Rosenthal? Just stop. You direct as many movies as you want, Mr. Rosenthal. <laughs> the, you, you no, he should. Re- 
forced retirement. Go away. Help, help me out. Like, so why does so he's he's a he's an actual human being. Why does he always come back? Like, what's the deal with him? I I can't remember for the life of me what it he's was. He's controlled that... by a uh, druid cult. Okay, thank but you. They don't explain. Yeah, exactly. Till when, Matt? Uh, five and six. Yeah. So in the original, uh, he's just a guy. He's just a guy who escaped from a mental hospital. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't like that lore. I hate when series do that. I, same as I'm all about lore. <laughs> uh, I fucking hate it. I, I think that's why I don't like the Elm Street series going forward. After like three, four, and five, six, when they brought in like the the relatives and the baby, the dream child. You you hate lore. Yeah, lore, lore is dumb. I think that's what I'm finding out with, with these series. Lore is dumb. Okay. You know what this makes me want to watch? This this conversation makes me want to watch the attic and or the, the cabin in the woods. Yeah, that that that's a great. That's movie. a good movie. That's a good movie. Yes, makes yeah. me want to watch that with deep lore. Yeah, in with one deep, movie. I know. In deep one, lore. I know. One. Fantastic. Yeah, exactly. I know that this whole exactly. conversation it's, was like like yeah. Thank you for making me want to watch this movie again. <laughs> that's a good movie. Speaking of not good movies, though, Halloween directed by Rob Zombie. I'm, okay, let's just do <laughs> Halloween one and Halloween and Halloween two by Rob Zombie. <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't hate it. First one's fine. It's fine. But the first twenty minutes, it's just white trash horror movie, which yeah irritates me. It's just white trash people yelling at each other, and a sick... I like this movie. I go ahead, Matt. I was gonna say I like it until they remake the first one. I, that, that's where I actually like it. That's when. That's when, when this movie loses me when it's when it's Halloween on fast forward. I. I was that was whatever with that. No, actually, the the when he's in the uh, in the mental hospital with uh, Malcolm McDowell, um, mm-hmm. who plays Loomis, right? Yes. Okay, just want to make sure I don't not go with character names. Um, that part was the most interesting for me. Then after that, the Halloween remake stuff. But then, like the very be- the beginning with like him killing animals and. Uh, or rather, his disgusting dad and and mom and sister. Ugh, they're just disgusting people all around. Ugh, disgusting. Um, it was mom wasn't that bad. Um, mom's yeah, she, yeah, she's out of them. She's just I guess. trying to. She's just trying to make a living. I guess she's the best one out of those. Um, it's it's a fine movie. I didn't hate it, but I don't know. Does it need to exist? I don't think so. Then the second one is actually interesting. I like what I like what. Rob Zombie's trying to do here by inserting crazy images that Michael Myers is seeing uh, this white horse and his mom, his ghost mom, uh, seeing himself yep. as a child, inserting all this imagery in this movie, in this horror movie. Um, I, th- I, th- I, th- I think it works for the most part, but I think overall it's not that great either. Um, there's a scene where he goes into a strip club for some reason, Michael Myers. I don't. I don't think it's ever explained why. Just to... hey, he kills the guy in the parking lot, and then because that's the strip club where his mom used to work. Oh, I never made that connection. Uh, I, uh, yeah, they mention it at that point. I was like, th- like, like there's like like when they when they get up to the the strip club, it's like the home of Michael Myers' mother. Like it's like oh. plastered on the walls. I guess I missed that sign. Oh well. So she basically he basically goes there to murder his mom's old boss. It was like three a.m. when I saw this, so I was in the best shape. Oh, okay. 
And my Michael McDowell playing Loomis is like a dickhead through ninety minutes of it, through ninety percent of it. Damn he, right he is. Then he like redeems himself, and I don't know. It's uh, how many how many movies, Matt? Does Rob Zombie end with like a guy getting shot like in slow motion? Uh, I have no idea. At least two. This and Devil's Rejects. Um, so yeah, that was my. Does he made four movies total. Rob Zombie? How many has he made? Mm-hmm. Like seven or eight. Seven or eight. Okay. At least a few of those end with somebody getting shot down in slow motion. Um, so, that was Halloween. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Halloween 2. Halloween uh, the series. Halloween 2 is actually Halloween two's actually one of my favorite sequels in the whole series. Uh, I think it's a devastating look at how PTSD affects people in different ways. Uh, basically, uh, Lori is like she's a shell of what she used to be, uh, lashing out in all terrible ways. Uh, it's turned Loomis into a total asshole. Um, it shows what a horrific situation, like how people would react to being the survivors of a slasher movie. Uh, you're not going to be like you used to be. Are you talking about the original Halloween Two? Um, no, I'm talking about the, the Rob, Rob Zombie, Zombie one. one. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure I was on the same page with you. Uh, basically, yeah. Like Lori's, you know, she's in with the wrong crowd now. Uh, she's not herself. Uh, I like how the one who is the most normal uh, afterwards is Danielle Harris, and she got her ass handed to her in the first one. And and with that, <laughs> I think we can end the show. Uh, Taryn, thank you for coming on. Thank you. So sorry, I was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you were. Thank you, were you for fun coming guest. on. You were yeah. not terrible. No. <clears throat> what, what's terrible is how late it is right now. Um, that's the only thing. Uh, so before we let you go, Taryn, plugs. Where can people listening find you online? Um, you can find me on the Twitters uh, at. Oh, actually, wow, wow. Sorry, I recently changed my at, and I was just like, oh, yeah, that's not that anymore. So it'd be at <laughs> N7Taren, uh, but the it's all leet speak, so it's N and then 7 and then A-R-Y, N is in November. Uh, yeah, so that's where you can find me. That's probably really the only place. I mean, you can look for me. I think I'm on Medium. I have, like, a little blog that I haven't written in and neglected in a while, but I'll be back on there soon. Um, that would be the only other place, really, that you can find me on the interwebs. Awesome. Do that, folks. Uh, hey, Matt, you still awake? Hey, what's up? <laughs> Plugs. Hi. I am, uh, I'm awake. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> as usual, you can find me on Twitter at the Real Matt C. You can find me on Letterboxd at the same name. So you know that I'm not lying about what movies I've seen. Um, there's also another thing I have to talk about, but... I forget what it is. Anyway, that's me. You find me there. <laughs> uh, as for me, Marcelo J. Pico on Twitter, for classy tweets that may or may not contain Jessica Chastain or Rihanna, um, <laughs> follow all of our podcasts. Uh, this one, thank you for listening. Uh, also, the Talk From Society podcast. Also, Colorado Street with Rocky Juarez. Also, the podcast Where It Happens with Paul Smith. Uh, we had Matt Carrion as a guest in the last episode. And That's me. <laughs> also, <laughs> check out the Strangers Thing 
the Strangers Things? The Strain? What's what's it called again? Strain? Str- oh my God! It's Stranger Things. Stranger Things. The Strangest Things. <laughs> Wrong. The Stranger Things podcast. Uh, coming out soon. Coming out soon. The Stranger Things podcast. Uh, and that's it. Talk from Society dot com coming soon. All right. Um, that was a great show, Matt. Are you ready for? Part two, three more hours of the talk of Hey, what you watching? I forgot where I am. What? What are we doing? No. <laughs> this is this is the end of part one. Now we have to record part two of Hey, what you watching? Uh, you, uh, this is you on your own then. Uh, <laughs> that's that's a cruel and unusual trip for Matt. Have have fun. Uh, you, I'll keep recording though. If you want to hear my snoring. Uh, <laughs> That'll be fine. Before you pass out, Matt, it's time for our signature catchphrase. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Keep on watching, folks, and thanks for listening. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs>